Welcome to the Tea with KB. I am your host, Kristen, also known as KB, and I am going to do this podcast because people keep telling me that they could listen to me talk all day, they could listen to my stream of consciousness all day, that these realizations that I keep having are so helpful, and also because I have been running a business now as an intuitive healer for almost a year and I really wish I would have had somewhere to go to hear about someone's messy middle and the getting started process. So obviously, like I said, I'm almost a year into this already, so there's quite a bit that has been missed. However, things will come up as I get into things and as I tell stories on here. But what this podcast is really going to be is it's going to be me keeping you in the loop every week on the tea, what's going on with me, what I'm working on, what is working for me, what maybe isn't working for me, what I'm shifting, things like that, so that if you are wanting to start your own business, you can really see and feel what it actually looks like and maybe feel a little bit better about yourself when things aren't going as planned because boy, do things not always go as planned for me. And the more I do this, the more that I'm able to embrace it, the more that I'm able to bounce back quickly. And that is, I'm realizing a really big part of my story and my brand. I'm actually right now working on a course where I talk about just that. The course is going to be called Turn Shit Into Gold. And it's because I realized that I have really learned how to turn shit into gold. When I had zero people sign up for my first workshop that I ever did, which was a relationship alignment workshop, I decided to not let that stop me and not let that hold me back or make me feel like I was a failure. I decided that it was the universe providing me with an opportunity to anchor in my worth and the value that I knew that I had, regardless of what information I was maybe receiving from the outside world. Because if you live in the same world I do, then you get a lot of messages all the time, every day, about how and why you are not good enough just the way that you are. And the only way to fix that and be successful in life is to completely anchor in your identity of who you are and who you believe yourself to be yourself to such a deep extent that it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you, you still know the truth and you operate in that way. And when you can operate in that way and get to that place, the world becomes fucking magical. There is still a lot of bullshit going on out there, but when shit gets thrown at you, you know how to turn it into gold and you know how to not let it make you feel like you are shit just because this shit got thrown at you. You don't have to take that on. You don't have to let it mean anything about you. So with that relationship alignment workshop, for example, I decided that I was going to show up on that day. It was April 17th and I think the workshop was supposed to be at 1 p.m. I can't remember for sure now, but I sat down at my computer at 1 p.m. on the 17th and I recorded that workshop and I taught what I had been planning to teach. I sat there and I taught it to zero people, but I decided to show up feeling like what I have to say is valuable And I decided to show up feeling like people are going to watch this and people are going to learn from it and benefit from it. 
So I showed up that day. I recorded it. I waited a few weeks and then I put an offer out for people to buy that recording. And I think I might have even priced it higher. I think originally the workshop was supposed to be $50 and I priced the recording at $75. And I had two strangers from the internet (laughs) decide to buy my little workshop that I recorded. And I made that $150 there. And then a few months later, one of those strangers from the internet decided to book a healing session with me out of nowhere, or it felt like nowhere to me. And I made $250 from that read. And then she ended up purchasing a course that I had called Alignment Academy, which was $997. That was in November, or I think it was actually end of October that she purchased it. But either way, end of October, beginning of November was around that time. So I took what was a failure in April, an experience that I could have allowed to make me feel like I was worthless because nobody wanted to sign up for my workshop. Nobody saw the value that I was trying to offer in that situation. And I could have decided that that meant that I didn't have any value to offer and that maybe I'm not good enough to do classes. Maybe I should give up entirely or maybe I should try something else. But instead, I decided to double down and really feel like what I had to offer was still valuable and ingrain that in my system for a couple of weeks. And then boom. I turned around and I turned that $0 workshop into $1,397. And that is just one example of how I have turned shit into gold and why I'm creating this course that will really talk about that. And this course is also going to be very unique in that I am talking through my whole process of creating the course and why I created it, which fun little fact for you. It's because of another failure, but you won't get to hear about what that failure was unless you take the course because it's a little bit fresher for me and I like to wait until I've worked through things a little bit more to share it and I'm still working on finishing the course. So by the time it's finished and I'm putting it out there, I will be comfortable with people hearing it. And also there's a big difference in somebody hearing your full vulnerability and hearing your story when they have given some sort of energy exchange there. You are all listening to this podcast for free, and I love that. I created this podcast because I want to be able to help people for free and want to make sure that healing is accessible to everyone and everyone has tools to start to believe in themselves more. But I also have to have some boundaries for myself and full love and respect for myself and realize that certain stories may need to either only live in a container like my one-on-one coaching or a healing session or intuitive read for people. Certain stories may need to only live in a course that someone has done an energy exchange and paid me for. Some of them maybe can be in both of those places. And then, of course, there will be the stories like the one that I just shared that I go ahead and put on here for you. So this podcast will be possibly all over the place because that's kind of how I am. And 
That's actually the whole point of this because a lot of people are very intuitively gifted and very tapped into the energy world, but they don't necessarily know that consciously. And if they don't know how to properly ground themselves, they can end up feeling really scattered, really all over the place, and they can feel bad about themselves because they just don't function the same way that other people do. I always see the term neurodivergent on TikTok or you know other social media and people are talking about being neurodivergent and honestly it kind of pisses me off <laughs> because who the fuck decided that there was only one right way to be or there's like one standard of how brains should work i personally just don't like that i don't agree with it And I think that some of the most creative people in the world are probably the people that are considered to be neurodivergent or are labeled that way. And I just don't always think that labels actually serve us. And if you're someone who identifies as neurodivergent and you feel like that label does serve you, that's totally fine. And it's possible that it actually really has served you up until this point because I know for myself that sometimes when I stumble upon something that to me kind of explains why I am the way that I am. It helps me reach a different and deeper level of acceptance of myself. And I'm all for that. I love that. That's happened to me with astrology. I started to learn more about astrology and Mars and Mercury are both in Virgo in my chart. And as a result, I've been a perfectionist and have felt for most of my life like nothing I ever did was good enough. And it was just a way that I felt. And I think in some ways I assumed that that was kind of normal, but in other ways I just felt like everyone else was probably better than me. And unfortunately, then I showed up a lot of times in a way where I was trying to overcompensate and prove my worth to people which I'm sure a lot of people, like if any of you are listening and you've met me before, and it was years ago especially, you may have been able to feel that I was insecure because everybody is intuitive and you could probably feel those things. And if you are and you did, hi, welcome to the new me. I'm sorry about anything that I said that maybe hurt you because I wasn't in a good place. And I hope that you learned something from that experience. I know I have learned things from going through that and I'm happy to be getting better. So I use my experiences and my failures, my learning opportunities. I don't really like the word failure. I think everything is a learning opportunity, but I use those opportunities to one, learn myself and then two, teach to other people. And I am really excited to do this podcast and I think it'll be really fun. I'm excited because I'll be able to help more people by putting in less effort. And I decided today that that's one of my goals. It's Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. I'm not sure exactly when you're going to listen to this because I'm not 100% sure when I'm going to release the episode, but that's the date that I'm recording this. And I decided today that my mission for 2022 is to help more people by putting in less effort. And part of the way that I want to help people is that I want to help you be able to do more of what you want to do or receive more of what you want to do. Rather, receive more of what you want. (laughs) There we go. By putting in 
less effort. Also, I'm not going to edit that out. Like just a heads up, I might not be editing this podcast at all other than hitting the little button that cleans up the sound a little bit because the whole point of this podcast is for me to be authentic and for it to be more raw because the internet is like a weird place where a lot of people show up as their most polished and professional and pretty and perfect versions of themselves. And I've been completely guilty of that in the past as well. And one of the things that I'm practicing right now is learning how to be my normal self that I can more easily be in person, how to be her online. I don't know what happens, but it's like this weird switch flips in my head when I go to record an Instagram story, for example, and I just like turn into a more professional, polished version of myself. And I don't like it, and I don't really know why it happens, and uh, I'm trying to stop it. I'm really working on stopping it, and I've made some progress on that in the last couple of days. But this podcast is going to be easier when it comes to that because there's no camera in front of my face. I do have the option to record it, and maybe in the future I will record it with video for those of you who like to watch something when you listen, but for now, I know that this is the way that it needs to be. It'll be better this way. It'll be more authentic, more real, and that's what I want to do is put more realness out into the world and normalize it because I'm really weird, and I know that everybody actually is. But sometimes we're so busy with all the stuff that there is to do and see in this world that we forget to be fully tapped into who we are. We accidentally start to live the life that we think we're supposed to live, life that we maybe think will make us happy because that's what everyone's telling us will make us happy and we don't even realize that that's not what we want. I realized in the summer of 2020 that I had been trying to make other people happy for my entire life to the point that I like didn't even know who I was. And I didn't really know what I wanted. And I had to take some time to kind of unravel myself and figure that out and figure out what do I truly like? What do I truly want? And it could be in the smallest things. For example, if friends were going to go out to dinner and they suggested a certain restaurant and maybe I wasn't really in the mood for that type of food. I may have been afraid to say, can we actually get this or go here instead? Because I was afraid of how they would perceive me not wanting to eat that type of food, which is so silly. Who cares? But at the time, I was just really insecure and I was seeking validation from other people. And I cared so much about what other people thought about me. So all of my decisions were based on what are other people going to think of me? I would say yes when people needed someone to volunteer for something all the time because I wanted them to think that I was kind and I wanted them to think that I was helpful and generous and all these things. And the truth is that I am all of those things. However, I maybe didn't really want to do that one thing that they wanted me to do. And that's okay. And that doesn't make me a bad person. That doesn't make me unkind. It doesn't even make me selfish. And I also have this really firm belief that if every single person in the world could give themselves the space 
to tap into what really lights them up and what really gets them excited and they could just trust themselves and follow that path, that the world that we live in would be so much more beautiful. It would be so much more peaceful. Everyone would be so much happier. Of course, there would still be things that go wrong. I don't want you to think that I'm completely delusional. It's not that. But obviously, there are people who want to cut hair. So they go to hair school or become barbers. There are people who like plumbing, so they go to school to become a plumber. There are people who are interested in electricity and go become electricians. There are people who want to do all these different things and who will get into different things, and we just need to trust ourselves to follow our passions and trust that we can do that one thing we want to do, even if it's really weird. This isn't that weird of a thing, but it just popped into my head to mention making shoes, custom shoes. I follow multiple TikTok accounts where people are painting on shoes or making custom shoes of some sort because I think it's really cool and I love to see their creativity expressed like that and it's things that I wouldn't have thought of to do and they're so good at it and I haven't purchased any of their shoes yet but I might one day and other people are purchasing their shoes. Some of these accounts have a lot of followers and they're getting custom orders all the time to paint shoes. And do you know how many people would say to them, that's a stupid idea? Like if you went to your parents right now and said, hey, mom and dad, I figured out what I want to do with my life. I really want to paint on shoes. I want to make custom shoes and paint whatever people want on them, whether it's stuff for their sports team or butterflies or stars, I have a feeling most of your parents would be like, no. And your grandparents, if you told your grandparents, they would ask, well, how are you going to have health insurance? They would ask all these other questions that honestly don't even need to be asked because the truth is if you really love painting on shoes and you allow yourself to express your creativity that way and you do it and you're good at it and you're having fun and you let other people see that, people will buy your shoes and people will pay a lot of money for your shoes. There are ridiculous things out in the world that get sold for insane amounts of money because people's energy just resonates with each other. There are people who I follow on social media and I've never met them in my life and I feel like I love them so much and I feel like I know them and I will buy things from them because they put them out and I love them and I don't always even feel like I need the thing that they're putting out, but I just feel like I want to support them. That's available to you. So this whole podcast is an invitation to you to step into whatever the custom shoe painting thing is for you. For me, it is not custom shoe painting. <laughs> I may like to watch the TikToks, but that is not what I want to do. That's not a skill of mine. What I want to do is exactly what I'm doing right now, helping you step into your power, helping you realize that you can get paid just to be yourself. I've put myself in a position where I am literally getting paid to be myself. I tapped into my intuitive abilities which by the way, everybody has. You have intuitive and psychic abilities. There are different ways to tap into them, different ways to receive messages, but you should always follow your own intuition. And I worked with a mentor one-on-one -on -one for about a year tapping into mine. And I use my intuitive abilities to help people 
heal limiting beliefs that they have and reprogram their subconscious minds so that they can really step into their power and they can start to be themselves and just get paid. It is so easy for me to do what I do. When I have coaching sessions, it's like I'm just rolling up, sitting down in front of my computer, getting on Zoom, and I just get to be myself for an hour. And I get paid to do that. And I get paid well to do that. But I had to believe in myself. I also had to invest in myself. I spent a lot of money in a year investing in myself, investing in my mentor, investing in healing sessions with other healers, investing in vocal empowerment coaching, which technically is just another form of healing. But I knew I needed to tap into my authentic voice and step more into my own truth. So I worked with a vocal empowerment coach. I did all kinds of things to really get back to who I am and what my soul came here to do because the world needs that. The world needs everybody to tap into their hearts and their souls and do what they came here to do. And the more that you can do that, the more that you will be able to align yourself with abundance in all forms and with everything that you desire, again, from a heart space. I think when people hear you can have everything you want and you should have everything that you want, they want to object to that because they're thinking that people are going to go out here and just be selfish and do crazy things like just go steal stuff from Target or whatever. But the truth is, is that's not what would actually happen. If people gave themselves the space to really tap into their heart space and feel out what they truly want in the world, it would not be that. And I really think that everybody has some sort of creativity in them that wants to be expressed. And there are so many different ways to express it. And it might not always look the same. I used to think that I wasn't creative because so many people were better at art than I was. People could draw more quickly and easily things that looked beautiful than I could. I could draw something that was pretty good and pretty accurate if I spent a ton of time on it and erased so much and redrew things so much and it felt like so much effort for me to be able to draw what would be considered a good drawing. So I thought, oh, I'm just not creative. Wrong. I'm so creative. But the way that I'm creative is just different. I'm creative in the way that I come up with solutions for things and I'm able to channel ideas for courses that would be creative or ways of approaching business that are super creative and different. That's where my superpower comes in. Maybe you're listening to this and you're an accountant. Technically, you're being creative when you are crunching numbers and figuring stuff out. Everybody has creativity in them that wants to be expressed. That's the thing that I want you to know and I want you to believe. Also, speaking of that, I almost forgot to say, this is a very important aspect of this entire podcast, I am offering my perspective on the world. And the way that I'll say things will make it sound like I think this is the truth, the one truth, the only truth, but that's not actually what I think. What I believe is that there are multiple truths available at any given time that you can decide to subscribe to. So I am sharing the beliefs that I've decided to subscribe to. My beliefs are also always changing and shifting because 
I've decided that the way that I like to live my life is to always make myself available for more and always make myself available for better. So I am always working on rewiring my own limiting beliefs. That's also probably part of why I'm able to attract coaching clients because they can feel that I actually do this stuff. I'm not just telling them to do something that I don't do myself. I'm doing it. I am constantly doing the work to heal things and reprogram limiting beliefs so that I can achieve more and allow myself to have more in life. So as I share these perspectives, just know that you can feel them out. And I truly mean feel them out. When I say things, pay attention to how you feel in your body because certain things might just feel like a no to you. And it could be that you just want to cringe. It could be this very contracting feeling and you are like, nope, that's a no for me. I don't like that. That's fine. You don't have to take it on. There might be other things that I say and maybe you get goosebumps or maybe you just feel really light all over. Maybe you feel like you can take a deeper breath than you've taken in a while. And that's how you know, oh yes, this is something that feels good to me. This feels like truth to me. I would like to adopt this belief. You get to decide. You don't have to do anything or believe anything that I'm saying if you don't want to. This is your life. You get to choose. Don't give that power to me. Don't do it, please. I don't want your power. I want you to have your power. I would like to keep my power and I do my best to keep my power no matter what other people are saying, but I want you to keep yours. So that's another little ground rule for this podcast. You own your power. Please hang on to it. Okay. So this has been a longer intro than I had planned on, but also does not surprise me at all. And this is going to be how the podcast goes because when I sit down to record this podcast, I am setting the intention that people are going to hear what they need to hear. And my intention is to help and share what I'm going through that would be most helpful to other people. I'm allowing myself to be a channel. That's part of what I do with the coaching and with intuitive reads and healing sessions for people is I channel messages. I'm usually channeling from source energy which you can also call God if that resonates with you. I know for a lot of people, they have religious trauma and God doesn't work for them. That's totally fine if that's you. I know for other people, God works. They love God. God does work for me personally. And I will say God and refer to God and I talk to God, but I also will say oftentimes that I'm channeling source energy and you can also say the universe if that feels better to you or creator or just really whatever works for you, whatever resonates. And a lot of times when I'm talking about channeling, it feels good to me to say source energy because everything in this physical world that we live in is energy. You may remember that from science class. Everything is matter and matter is made up of energy. And it's also vibrating. Everything in this world is vibrating. And it vibrates at slightly different frequencies, which is what causes the illusion, if you will, of seeing things and of feeling things. Like I just touched a cup that's in front of me. And I see this cup and I feel this cup because the matter is vibrating in a certain way that creates that reality for me to experience. Stick with me here. I know this can be a lot when you're first leaning into it. So if this is a new concept for you, just take that in. And again, if you don't want to believe this stuff, 
totally fine. You don't have to. You don't even have to finish listening to this episode if you don't want to. It's your life. Do what you want. But if you're like, hmm, this is interesting. I want to hear more. Cool. Stick with me. So this cup is vibrating in a certain way. I have a chapstick in front of me that's vibrating in a certain way. The microphone that I'm using to record this podcast. And then also, of course, myself. I'm vibrating at a certain frequency. And other people are vibrating at different frequencies. And we communicate with each other verbally, which we're used to. And you'll also be aware of some nonverbal ways of communicating. We talk a lot about body language in our culture, things like eye contact. And if you're crossing your arms or if you're more open to receiving information, different things like that. But what doesn't get talked about as much is that we're always exchanging energies and feeling out each other's energies. Sometimes it gets talked about, but more in a surface level way. Like people might say things, they might literally say, I like your energy, but they're not like really realizing the depth of what they're saying when they say that. Or they might say, I like your vibe or your vibes. A lot of people like to say good vibes only, but they're not really getting to the depth of what that means. And to me, what feels like a good vibe, what feels expansive to me, what feels good, what I gravitate towards is things like sovereignty, which is freedom. There are words that I'm not going to say right now because I don't want to get censored in any way. But as you all know, there's been a special little flu going around for almost two years now here in this country. And there are certain options that have become available but some people don't want them to be options. And to me, that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to force that. And I understand why some people want that. I understand their arguments for it and you know, that's how they feel and that's okay. I don't feel that same way. I feel like if you want to take that option, you should absolutely take that option. But I feel like if you don't want that option, you should have the option to say no to that. So sovereignty, freedom is a vibration that feels very high frequency to me that I really enjoy. And I also really enjoy the frequency of love and a pure love, not a conditional love. So accepting people as they are. And as much as I love that frequency, I've also struggled with it myself. And even in this last week, I had a situation with a friend where I realized I really try – when I love people, when I care about them deeply, I really accidentally try to control them sometimes because I will accidentally channel advice for people all the time when I'm not in sessions. And sometimes I'll get a text from a friend and right away it's like the best advice is coming to me and I'm accidentally channeling it and I want to just give it. But they haven't actually asked me for advice. They're just telling me what's going on. And then what I used to do all the time was tell them the advice that I had because it felt so good to me. It felt so true to me. It felt so helpful to me. And I want them to have the best life possible. So I would give them this advice, but then they wouldn't always take it. And then if they didn't take the advice, I would end up feeling frustrated because I was giving and I felt like I wasn't getting anything in return, which in this case, the getting would have been seeing my friend do the thing that would make them happier. Because oftentimes I was having friends come to me 
with the same issue over and over and over again. And I would give amazing, amazing advice every time that they would just not take and then come back and complain again. And it was frustrating. And I also realize now that the reason that this was so frustrating for me was because I literally, my soul came here to give amazing advice and to channel amazing advice for people. That is what I do now. That's what I get paid to do with my coaching and even with reads. And I'm not necessarily giving it as advice, like saying you should do this. I'm just saying, here's what's coming through for me. This is what they want you to know. They meaning, you know, God, source energy, spirit guides, your higher self, whoever. This is what's available. This is what you can do. Or if you do this, this will be the outcome, those types of things. But now I totally let people pick. Like I had a coaching client and she wanted to quit her job. And we did an alternate outcome reading to see what would be the outcome of her quitting at a few different times. And I definitely had opinions. <laughs> I had opinions on what she should do based on the outcomes that came through. But I didn't tell her what to do. I said, here are the outcomes. You get to pick the one that feels best to you. And I let her pick. And with this friend in this situation in the last week, I realized that I've grown a lot because I noticed when I was feeling pulled to give her advice and I paused and checked in with, okay, what is a friend actually supposed to do? Like, I know I'm not supposed to coach her right now. So what is a friend response? And I acknowledged her, you know, pain in the situation, the difficulty of the situation that she was in. And I expressed that to her and she didn't respond to that message, which is totally fine. But then she texted me later that day about something entirely different. And then the next day, she sent me a text giving me a little update on the situation that she had reached out to me about before that I did not give her advice on. And she thanked me for being such a good friend and being there for her as she's gone through different phases. So it made me feel really good to know that me shifting into just being a friend was definitely the most aligned thing for me, and it also ended up being the most helpful thing to my friend. I was able to help her truly in a better way by stepping back and giving her the space to figure things out herself and trust her. So love, real pure love, is trusting other people and letting them be on their path because We are all on a journey here on earth. I have my own little journey that I'm going on with soul lessons that my soul signed up for that I came here to learn, and each of you has that too. And who am I to try to control your experience here on earth? That's not my job. That's not what I came here for. And I am just here to focus on my journey, to learn my lessons And part of my journey is to then turn around and share what I've learned with other people. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to be better about only sharing it in the places where it's supposed to be shared. So not coaching my friends because they didn't sign up for my coaching. And uh, some of them have. So if they are in my coaching, of course, I will do it then. But (laughs) not when it's just friends talking. And this podcast is an appropriate place to share things and maybe, you know, give advice. I will say things as advice a lot. But again, this is your life. You get to choose. I'm just sharing what has worked for me and what feels good to me. So love feels really good to me. Joy feels really good to me. 
I love to be in joy and experience joy. And a lot of that comes from tapping into my inner child. We all have a little version of ourselves living within us. And that version oftentimes carries wounds from childhood based on things that happened. And we will often accidentally be parenting ourselves the way that our parents parented us. So for some people, that might be great because maybe you had really awesome, supportive, encouraging parents who just somehow loved you in the exact way that you needed. But I know that for me, that didn't always feel like the case. I do have great parents, but I didn't always feel like I was receiving what I truly wanted and needed from them. And that created some childhood wounds for me that I now am having to heal. And I have to tap into little Kristen and check in with her more and see how she's feeling emotionally and give her space to feel her emotions and let her know that it's okay to do that. And I also need to make sure that I'm prioritizing fun because little Kristen doesn't like it when my life is too scheduled and we're not having enough fun. So I tap into that more. And luckily, I do have some amazing people in my life who also help me do that, like my boyfriend who asked me when we went for a walk on Saturday if I wanted to race. (laughs) And we ended up racing. Like we sprinted a very short distance and raced. And he was not expecting me to be so explosive, even though I told him that I've been working out with my trainer, trying to become explosive like Devante. I'm a Packers fan, Devante Adams, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. So he only went at it with like an 80% effort and I beat him. So then we had to do a rematch and then he destroyed me. But it was so much fun. It was really fun to just be like, you want to race? Yeah. Like what adults are just deciding to randomly race when they're out for a walk on a Saturday afternoon? Most people aren't doing that. But we did it and we had a lot of fun. So joy and fun and play feel really good to me. And those are things that I tap into. Another thing that feels really good to me is – Peace. Peace feels really good to me. And I have done some different meditations in the past where you are getting in touch with your soul and the energy of your soul. And when I've done that, I am blown away by how peaceful my soul feels. And your soul is the true essence of who you are. Again, little reminder here, these are my beliefs and my perspectives, and if if these bother you, you don't have to believe them, okay? And you can keep your peace when I say what I'm about to say. You don't have to give me your peace. You can keep it. So just keep that in mind. So you, the true essence of who you are, is your soul. You are a soul, and a soul is this unique energetic signature. And you as this unique energetic signature, are enough and are perfect, period. And if you are a Christian or someone who believes in God in general, you know God's perfect. So if God created you, if God created your energetic signature, do you think God made a mistake? I don't. So you're perfect. The only reason that you may think you're not is because that's the perspective that you're choosing. Technically, you need to take ownership for that. 
I, in the past year of my life, have taken radical responsibility for my life and have taken on the perspective that everything I've created in my life is based on my perception and the things that I'm choosing to believe. I have been programmed by other people, whether it's my parents or teachers or coaches or society, but at any given time, I can decide to shift my perspective and I can decide to reprogram my beliefs. So I've decided to take responsibility for that fact. If you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. If that just made you mad, that's okay. But also remember, you can come back to peace if you want to. And you don't have to let my truth discount your truth. You're still, you're still right. You're right and I'm right. And I'm wrong and you're wrong. Nobody's right and nobody's wrong. And everybody's right and everybody's wrong. It's all just different perspectives. And you get to choose the ones that you want to hang on to. So your beautiful, perfect essence is perfect and is enough just the way that you are. You've probably received lots of messages telling you otherwise, telling you that you need to be a certain way. I am a person who will just flow and I can talk to a wall clearly because technically that's what I'm doing right now since no one's actually sitting here listening to me live right now. And I can go on and on and on and I can talk about all kinds of things. I had a couple of people ask me after they told me that I should start a podcast and I said, okay, I'm starting it now. They asked me if I was going to do it by myself or with someone else or do all interviews and mentioned how for them it's easier for them to talk if they have someone to talk to. And I laughed and said I could literally talk to a wall. That's how I am. And it used to kind of make me insecure sometimes because I would think, oh my gosh, I'm blabbering on. They probably don't care. But now I've realized that it's fine. And if you hate this and if you hate me, that's fine. Again, don't listen to my podcast. But I truly believe that I say some really helpful and insightful things sometimes. And the more I started to believe that, the more I started to share things. And then the more I had other people reflect back to me that belief. I held a belief that I shared helpful, insightful things. And the more I anchored in that belief, the more other people reflected that belief back to me by sharing their opinion that I share helpful and insightful things. That's kind of how the whole world works. Again, sometimes you'll end up hearing something that is maybe not in alignment or doesn't fit your beliefs, but in that moment, you have a choice. You get to choose if you want to let that affect you and bring you down and lower your frequency or if you want to just acknowledge, oh, that doesn't resonate with me. I'm going to let that just pass me by and I'm going to stay at the frequency that I am in right now because I like my frequency. I like where I am. That choice is available to you at all times. So back to your beautiful, magical essence as a soul and energetic signature. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a very high chance that your soul has incarnated on earth before in a different physical body. So this time you are whatever avatar you are. Sometimes I like to just say that because it helps my brain process what's going on. And in this life, my soul chose the avatar of Kristen. And I get to experience what it's like to be Kristen. Kristen is a cisgender female. 
that's an experience that I, my soul chose to have in this life. And I get to experience the world from that perspective and sign up for certain lessons. My soul chose to come down and learn certain lessons. And the biggest thing that I'm learning in this life is to know my worth and to not let anybody else tell me how worthy I am or whether or not I'm worthy or where my worth comes from. That is a big soul lesson for me. And I spent most of my life so far in this human body on earth feeling unworthy. And I've now in the last one to two years, but especially in the last 13 or 14 months, I have really drastically shifted the way that I see myself and started to anchor it in more deeply based solely on what I think of myself. And a big part that has helped me with that is that understanding that other people are just reflecting things to me. So if somebody says something negative to me about me, I get to understand that that's their perspective and they might be seeing something within me that they have in themselves that they haven't accepted yet. And that's why they're having a hard time with it within me. And I don't have to choose to believe that that is my identity or that that makes me less than because I am not perfect, yet I am, as I said before. We're all technically perfect, but we're also flawed. But I think our flaws are what make us perfect. So again, of course, there are things about me that people would deem to be negative. I can be really messy sometimes. And that's one of the things that I'm working on for myself because my brain is able to function better when I'm in a clean space. But I have a tendency to get really excited and wrapped up in creative work and let things like the dishes slide or putting away the laundry. So my apartment will start to get messy. You know, other people could judge me for that and decide that I'm not worthy, but I don't have to believe that. Here's the thing, though. I have believed that. I will check on myself and check for energetic blocks to things like financial abundance or if I am going to open up another coaching spot, for example, I'll check in to see if there's anything in my energy that would be blocking me from having another coaching client sign up with me. And there have been multiple times where I've checked in on something like that and I have a block and the block is that I don't feel worthy because my apartment is messy. I've allowed myself to believe that if I'm someone who has a messy apartment, I'm not someone who's worthy of receiving money from other people in exchange for my gifts and services and energy. And that's some bullshit. I don't want that truth to be my truth anymore. So that's something that I'm working on reprogramming. And I'm shifting that perspective of myself. I'm trying to simultaneously believe that I can have a messy apartment and be worthy at the same time as I'm also trying to shift into a way of being that allows me to also have a clean apartment most of the time and for longer periods of time and have it get less messy. Not because doing that will make me more worthy, but because I really like a clean space. That makes me feel more at peace. Which brings me to the real thing that I wanted to chat about today for this first podcast episode. 
which is something that really, really shifted my perspective in this last week or so that was really helpful. I've also decided I will be recording this podcast every week on Fridays, but I just realized today exactly what this podcast wants to be. And I learned so much last week that I wanted to still record an episode about last week. And then in a few days on Friday, I will record the episode for this week that I'm currently in. So the thing that blew my mind and helped me so much last week was actually a podcast episode by Christina Rice. And I might misquote the exact title on it, but it was something along the lines of how entrepreneurship turned you into your parents. So her episode or her podcast is called Christina the Channel, and you can search that and you can find that podcast episode because, of course, I want to give credit where credit is due, and Christina is an amazing human being who puts so much helpful content out there, so definitely go check her out. But I listened to that podcast episode, and she talked about how your business has its own energy. But often as an entrepreneur, we will project things onto our business. And she said, and again, you don't have to take this on as your truth if you don't want to. I'm just sharing it because it was so freaking helpful to me. She said that whatever stuff you had going on in your relationship with your parents as a kid will surface in your relationship with your business. But in the relationship with your business, you will be the parent and your business will be the child, which of course, surface level, that makes sense. People call their businesses their babies, but this is taking that to the next level in realizing, oh my gosh, I have been projecting stuff onto my business. And she gave the example of people getting upset with their business because they feel like their business should be in a different place than it is and it should be leveling up faster and how that is equivalent to being mad at a two-year-old for not doing things that seven-year-olds do. And as soon as she said that, I realized, oh shit, I've been doing that to my business. I've been frustrated with my business for not being more successful than it is. I've been frustrated with my business and with myself for the fact that I don't have more clients because I know I'm capable of more clients. And I just want myself to have figured everything out so freaking quickly. That's also my Mars in Virgo where I just expect myself to achieve these really great things. And yes, I'm capable of it, but I need to give myself a little more time and allow things to just unfold maybe the way that they want to unfold. So she was given that example and I was realizing this is another thing that I could go off about that could be an entirely different podcast episode. But with souls, there are also soul contracts that we make with each other to teach each other certain lessons. And my mom is such a beautiful, loving soul. She agreed, her soul agreed to be my biggest mirror in this life, at least in my youth because a lot of times when you get married your romantic partner or you know if you choose not to get married but have a long-term partner your romantic partner will become your biggest mirror because often it's just someone who's around you a lot could also be a sibling for you but for a lot of people a parent will be someone who's signing up to be their biggest mirror so my mom's soul agreed to do that obviously when our souls come down here to earth we do not remember these agreements so it's not like Kristen 
the human, had any idea that this agreement went on. I had no idea that this had happened until like a year ago. And then when I learned it a year ago, it made so much sense to me. And honestly, I felt really bad because a lot of times I would be so frustrated with my mom and I felt like she had such high expectations of me. I felt like she put so much pressure on me. I felt like nothing I ever did was good enough for her. And that was only because that's how I was feeling about myself. And she agreed to be the person who would reflect that to me. And a lot of times, whatever she was saying to me wasn't even anything bad or mean. It was just that I didn't receive it well because of how insecure I was. So an example of that is recently I had someone who I had been friends with in middle school and high school comment something pretty mean on my Instagram. And my mom happened to see it before I went on Instagram and sent me a text and said, that comment was pretty rough before you respond to her. Just like take a minute to tap into her pain and where she's coming from. And I read that and was like, oh boy, I wonder what is going on on Instagram. Let me check that out. And then I realized later, whoa, this is showing me how much I've healed because in the past, that same text message from my mom, which was clearly just her loving me and wanting to like send me a little bit of love and encouragement before I had to deal with something that was maybe going to be difficult to deal with, instead of receiving it as love, I would have received it as criticism in a way and her thinking that I wasn't capable of appropriately responding to that comment. That's how I would have received it before because that's how critical I was of myself. I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I couldn't do anything good enough. I literally remember being probably three or four years old and coloring with my mom. And of course, my adult mother could color within the lines and I couldn't. And I was so frustrated with myself that I couldn't just color in the lines because she made it look so easy. And I felt like I should be able to do that little things like that where it was like I just never felt like I was good enough. I felt like I couldn't do anything good enough, crazy stuff like that. And so other ways it would come through with my mom was like I would get all A's and one A minus and she would say something to me like, why isn't this an A? I know you can get an A in this class, like get that up to an A, which again, she wasn't trying to tell me that I wasn't good enough. She truly can see my potential. She knows that I'm a smart person. She knows that if I apply myself, I can get all A's in everything. And she wanted me to achieve my potential. She was doing it out of love, but that wasn't how I received it. I received it as my mom doesn't think I'm good enough the way that I am. And again, in a way, that was a choice. It was a choice for me to receive it that way. Anytime someone says anything to you, you get to choose how you receive it. Can you still get triggered? Yes. Should you still feel those feelings? Yes. (laughs) Please, please, please feel your feelings. That's another thing that I could do a whole episode on because I used to stuff down my feelings. Because when I was a kid, my family would call me a drama queen and I started to shove down my feelings and try to not cry, especially in front of other people. And that just caused problems for me. So please feel your feelings. And when you get triggered, allow yourself to feel it and then ask those emotions what they're here to teach you. Because it's always here to teach you something. Your emotions are here to support you. Your physical body is here to support you. Your physical body is very intuitive and is always trying to help you see what is in resonance with you and what is not. So that is a great little partner for you in life and you should partner with it. So 
I realized, wow, my mom always made me feel like I wasn't doing enough, achieving enough, good enough, whatever. And I'm projecting that onto my business. I'm sitting here and I am giving my business this energy of, why aren't you producing more? I know you're capable of more. Please do this. And when Christina gave this perspective that that is what happens and that your business has its own energy, I realized that I could do an actual energy read on the energy of my business. There's a type of intuitive read that I do that I call a role play read where I am getting into the person's energy and I'm asking questions in the first person. And so I could ask like, how do I feel right now? And I would be able to know how you're feeling if I was doing this read for you. And I could ask like about a certain limiting belief. Where did this belief come from? And, you know, find out different things like that. So what I did was I did this read, like I envisioned my business as a human and did this role play read on the energy of my business and got confirmation that my business really felt like I was putting so much pressure on her and she felt like I forgot this agreement that we had, that she was never supposed to be big because I'm actually currently working on a rebrand of my business. And when I first started doing intuitive healing, it was right after, just a couple months after, I had actually launched a business doing financial coaching because that was what for like three years I thought I wanted to do because my friends were always coming to me for help with that stuff. And I loved teaching people how to budget and how to do things with money. And then I also was starting to get really into removing limiting beliefs around money. And I was starting to coach that way. And I had a brand that I had created that was called Four Quarters. And that was because when I was younger, we got an allowance that was a dollar and it was in four quarters. And my dad taught us stuff about money and taught us to give one quarter to church and save one quarter. And then we got to do whatever we wanted with the rest. So it was kind of the beginning of my little financial education. And I thought it was cute. And I love my dad, so I liked that little connection and that name. And then when I was pivoting to this spiritual business and intuitive healing, I thought to myself, well, this name actually can still make sense because I'm helping people with their mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual or energetic bodies and helping them heal in all of those four quarters and four areas of life. So I'm just going to use this for now. And I kind of knew it wasn't supposed to like be the brand. And even though I know that this is the career that my soul came here to have, she – well, my soul is – souls aren't gendered, but I just refer to my soul as a she because it's easier. I refer to a lot of stuff as she's. My plants, my business, my soul, all the things. But – I decided that I would use that brand and forgot that this isn't supposed to be like with that brand name. This isn't supposed to be super successful. A lot of people aren't supposed to find me when I'm still using that brand name, but I kind of forgot that. And I was really wanting my business to like take off. I had done all of this energy work and shifted so many things on an energetic level for myself. And I 
was not seeing the physical results. So it frustrated me and I was projecting that frustration onto my business. So I wrote my business a letter and I apologized to her for that. And I told her about all the things that I'm so proud of her for because she really did accomplish a lot of amazing things and I love her so much. And then I also tapped into the energy of my new branding and started to feel out what my new branding wants to do. And oh my gosh, it was so freaking helpful. It was so helpful. And I immediately started to shift the way that I was doing things. I also checked in with my soul just to make sure my soul was good with, good with everything because I was listening to my business and what my business wants, but I need to make sure that my soul is on board and good with things. And I found out that my soul had also been blocking me in some ways because I got a lot of downloads in January. And when I say got a lot of downloads, I mean I received a lot of intuitive information that was really helpful, a lot of ideas. I call those downloads. So I received a lot of downloads and was super excited about stuff and was doing a lot of creating and a lot of putting things out there. I had opened my Alignment Academy for enrollment again. So that was open for the last three weeks of January. So there was a lot of stuff I was taking action on and (laughs) my business did not want me to be taking action on things at all. So my business was wanting to kind of block me and then my soul wanted me to release my branding because I had moved past being in alignment with four quarters and the new branding wasn't done yet. And my soul also does not like it when I give my power away to anyone or anything. And I was unconsciously giving away my power to my brand and my website. I was feeling like in order to be successful and keep the momentum going in my business, I needed to have a website at all times and I needed to be posting things that were branded in some way. So if you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen that I was posting things. I had a little kind of formula or some structure to my grid where every other post that I did was a graphic that I created in Canva. And I created all of those with my brand colors. So things were cohesive and it was either a light pink or a tan or a green. And even with those, it was every other time there was a complete pattern to everything. And then every other post was either a photo or a reel everything was, you know, all Virgo, all organized and pretty and not perfect, but you know what I mean? So my soul was like, stop this. Stop thinking that the only way that you can be successful and build momentum and get more clients is to have a brand and have a website. Like you don't need that. The first clients that I got in my healing business happened before I had a website to send them to. And I only made the website and used the branding after like a couple months because I was starting to feel like I need to have somewhere where I can direct people to get this information because I kind of was feeling like I was answering the same question over and over again. And it was going to be easier to just be able to say, check it out on my website. So that's why I created it originally. And 
I was getting paid clients before I had it. So of course I can still get paid clients without it, especially after all the additional energy work that I've done on myself since then. So my soul really wanted me to release my branding. And it was just this crazy moment. And if you do tarot at all, if you like to pull tarot cards, it was a tower moment where everything needed to come crashing down and the foundations that I had built things on so far were shaky. They weren't solid. They weren't what my soul wanted. They weren't what was going to create what I'm trying to create. And anytime you are trying to create something without a solid foundation, God loves you so much and your soul loves you so much that they will take things away. They will shatter it and they will have you start over, not as a punishment, not because they hate you, not because you're unworthy or bad in any way, but because they love you so much that they want to help you create what you actually desire. So there were a couple things going wrong with what I was creating. One was that I had started to give my power away and I could not do that. That is not what my soul wants. That's not what God wants for me. And then two, I was getting so excited about these things that I was doing and the ideas that I was having content to post that I was creating everything from this really excited energy. But if you notice in my voice right now, it was also a little chaotic. It was a little rushed. There was this urgency that my soul was like, oh no, this is not going to create what she wants. I know her because she's an extension of me and I am peace and she is not being peace right now. She is a She's not exactly the opposite of peace, but she's not peace. And so my soul was starting to block things and block me from having money coming in and clients coming in because I wasn't creating things from a peaceful energy. (laughs) So I had to make a shift. And I right away realized these things and then started to release and change the way I was doing things. So that podcast episode that I listened to was January 31st. On February 1st, I did the read on my business because I had listened to the podcast episode at night and my boyfriend was here. He had to work for like an hour. So I put on the podcast episode and cleaned my messy kitchen while I listened to it and then was taking notes and wrote my business, the letter. And then I hung out with my boyfriend again when he was done with his work and I went to bed. And the next morning I woke up and I knew first thing I'm doing, a read on my business. So I did the read on my business, figured that stuff out. I also, you know, still had clients and stuff that day. And with my coaching clients, the way that I do my coaching is a little unique. (laughs) I check in to see what their soul wants them to learn that day or do that day or whatever's holding them back that we need to work on shifting. And It means that everybody's doing different stuff all the time and things just look different for everyone, but it's super fun. And I have a coaching client whose soul was like, "Mm, today she's going to practice coaching on you. She's going to coach you because this client of mine is also supposed to be doing similar work to what I do, but in her own special, unique way. And it was time for her to practice being a coach and realize how far she's come already and how amazing and capable she is at doing this. So I had her do 
a coaching session for me and do a read on me. And I told her about the failure situation that I mentioned earlier that will be in that turn shit to gold class that I'm not going to talk about on here, at least not yet. So I told her about the whole thing and had her look into it and read about what was going on there. And then she gave me some coaching and she was also picking up on some of this stuff. I think I also had her read at the end, just whatever belief I had that was holding me back the most. And she did an amazing job, which of course she did because she's amazing, but she did such a good job on that whole coaching session read situation for me. And it just helped me get even more clear on what needed to happen and how I needed to shift things. So after that session, then I went and I removed my branding from everywhere. I decided to fully, fully trust and surrender to this knowledge that I had that I needed to release that branding. So I went on my Calendly and I removed all my branding from my Calendly. That's how people sign up for reads with me and healing sessions and then um, workshops. So I'm doing a self-love workshop that I had posted about that morning, the morning of the first I posted about it and no one had signed up yet, which is also like completely normal. People don't necessarily immediately sign up for things when I post them. A lot of times people like to sign up kind of last minute, but they'll trickle in too. But anyway, I had posted about it, but I hadn't removed the branding yet from Calendly. So fast forward to later in the day, in the evening, I removed my branding from Calendly. I looked at my link tree that's on all my social media and anything that was linking to my four quarters website, I removed. And then I went in Keep which is a system that I use now to send emails and I used it to get Alignment Academy set up to be automated. I was able to offer payment plans this time. The last time it was just painful because I didn't have anything that could automatically do payment plans, but Keep can. So I got payment plans set up in Keep and then I got it automated. So instead of having to send out an email each week with the lesson for Alignment Academy, they are going out automatically each week, which is beautiful and I love. So I had to go in and remove my branding from Keep. And I switched out my email address and went from the four quarters one to my new brand name. But I also was getting that I'm not supposed to just switch to my new branding. It's also not done yet, but I did have a color palette from the person who is doing my new branding and my new website for me. And I also this week have gotten logo concepts, but I'm not supposed to use it yet. Even though I have it and even though things are getting figured out, I'm not supposed to use it yet. And I'm supposed to just trust that my energy is powerful enough and the value I provide is powerful enough that people will see that and they will feel that and they will still book with me even without any branding at all. So I got rid of it and I sent an email out. And 17 minutes later, someone clicked the link in the email and they signed up for my self-love workshop. (laughs) And it made me smile because it made me feel very supported by the universe and it was the confirmation that I needed that I was on the right path. And that is just a perspective that I have where I'm just always looking at the universe for clues to see if I'm on the right path. If things are happening that I don't like, then I know that I'm not being 
the way that I need to be to get what I want to get. And you have to really be what you want. So if you want abundance, you have to be abundance. You have to approach everything feeling like you already are abundant. If you have zero dollars in your bank account, you have to find a way to feel like you already are abundant and to feel like you already have everything that you need. Because if you feel like you have everything that you need, the universe will feel that signal and then they'll be forced to send you more things to make you feel like you have everything that you need. I just also glanced at the recording and it was one hour, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. So some beautiful alignment, a little confirmation for you if you want to choose to take on that perspective, that that's a good perspective to have. So I enjoyed that little confirmation from the universe that I was on the right path. And then I kept trying to intentionally show up in the energy of peace. And I tried to make sure that before I posted anything on social media, I felt fully at peace. And it's okay for me to still feel excited about what I'm sharing, but just a more grounded form of excitement. So that is what I did for the rest of the week. And Wednesday the 3rd, I got a massage and I got all these ideas, including the fact that I needed to create this course called Turn Shit Into Gold. And I think I started recording it that night or maybe it was the next day. But each time I sat down to record the course, I made sure I was in the energy of peace. And even though I'm really excited about it and how it's going to be, I am slowing down and I'm not trying to just finish it all right away either because that's another thing that I would do when I would have an idea for something is I would feel like I need to sit down and like fully channel the entire course right now but I don't. And I'm trying to allow things to flow more and be easier. Flow and ease are things that I want to step into even more this year. Last year, I still had quite a good amount of that and I was only working maybe like four hours a day most days and allowing myself to you know, spend time outside, get workouts in, I've been working out seven days a week for the last few months and it has felt really good, but I was accidentally ending up in this rushed energy where I was rushing out the door to go to workout classes. I was rushing to create things. I was rushing around and there was no need for it. There was absolutely no need for it because I had plenty of time, but I was showing up with a certain energy. So that was just sending things back that made me feel super rushed. So now I have shifted the way that I'm doing things and I'm allowing myself to slow down and to really feel like I have more than enough time. And the other thing that's kind of funny about this change is that the more that I've been anchoring in this feeling of being at peace and just really slowing down and knowing that I have more than enough time to do things, I've started to naturally wake up earlier and Of course, that makes me then feel like I have more time to do things. This morning, I woke up around 6 a.m. and I just felt like I was ready to start my day. Of course, I did still feel just like a little bit tired, but I felt like, yeah, I could get up now. And I felt like I had plenty of time. I had a 9 a.m. call for a marketing class that I'm taking to help me get even more clear on my messaging. So that if something that I'm offering is for you, you'll be able to easily know that it's for you. And part of that is being able to say, 
this is not for you if, which I have kind of figured out for my turn shit into gold. In fact, that idea came to me this morning when I woke up really early. I was laying in bed and it came to me that turn shit into gold is not for you if you don't like listening to me talk. It is not for you if you like to completely stick to one topic at a time. Because if you're still listening to this, you know that I drift around, but I go where the energy wants me to go and I let it flow and that's how the course is going to be. It is not for you if you want a course that is polished, professional, pretty, and perfect. It's going to be a little messy. It is not for you if you don't want to hear how the course was made because throughout the whole thing, I'm fully bringing you in on how I created it and it makes it even a little bit messier, less polished, less perfect. But in my opinion, it also makes it more fun. It is for you if you have ADD or ADHD and want to see how you can make it work for you. Because guess what? Everything has a negative side and everything has a positive side. And it's time for you to find the positives in the things that you thought were holding you back so they can help propel you forward and turn shit into gold, if you will. It's also for you if you love listening to me channel and go with the flow. If you are someone who feels like you could listen to my stream of consciousness all day, this course might be for you. It's for you if you want to hear how I'm able to fail and not let it ruin my confidence. And it is for you if you want to learn how to get paid to be yourself. So I was able to do that today before I even attended the first training for this marketing course. And I am excited to see how the course helps me get even more clear on what my messaging should be so that the right people can find me and also the wrong people can know that they should stay away because I don't want anybody to buy my course who's not going to like it and who it's not for. My goal is not to get as many people to give me money as possible. My goal is to help people as deeply as I can possibly help them. So when I create something that I know is really helpful for a certain group of people, I want to be able to communicate about the course in a way where those people who would be helped deeply know, oh, this is for me, I should buy this. And the people who it would not help know that it would not help them and they should not buy it. That's the actual goal of marketing. But anyway, before my beautiful marketing (laughs) training this morning, I took a very slow start to my morning, meditated a little bit, had those ideas come through, added that to a note on my phone, and I sat in my chair and stared out my window for a few minutes to try to feel into how is my day going to be the best? How am I going to anchor in the most peace today? And I had a small pile of clothes on my couch that I had taken out of the dryer to put some other clothes in the dryer. And I knew that was one thing. Getting those clothes folded and put away was one thing. I also had a drying rack with my workout clothes drying on it. I knew that putting those away would be a thing that would help me be most at peace today. And then also I had repotted some plants and had to give up on some. I am a plant mom and I'm usually a very good one, but I slacked a little bit this winter and I had a couple plants die on me when I went to Minnesota for a week for Christmas. So I had to part ways with them and I had emptied them into this stainless steel bowl that I used to wash my silk pillowcases also. And I use it, you know, cooking and whatever. Of course I wash it in between, 
But anyway, that bowl was full of dirt and dead plants on my counter. And I had the pillowcases sitting out that I had been putting off washing for like a couple weeks. And I, this morning knew, okay, I'm going to have the best day if I put away my workout clothes and that will create space on the drying rack for those pillows and, or pillowcases, I should say. And then if I empty the dirt into the garbage, wash that bowl, and then wash the pillowcases and get them hung up on that drying rack to dry. And then if I just kind of clean up my kitchen counter, I also had like a vase that I hadn't put away yet because I can't reach the top shelf where it goes without a ladder. And I don't really like getting out the step ladder. So I had just put off some things and I knew I would have the best day today if I did those things. And then also the creator of that marketing course that I am doing had sent a little gift card to us all to get ourselves a Starbucks. And there's one really close to me. So I knew that I would feel really good if I walked and got myself that free Starbucks today and came back. And so I did those things and I picked up my blue apron that had come and I was a few minutes late to getting on the marketing training because I also knew that if I put away the stuff from Blue Apron and took the box directly out to the recycling to get it out of here, that that would also create the most peace for me possible. And I truly set myself up for an amazing day. I feel like I have more than enough time to do all the things that I wanted to do. I feel like I'm accomplishing more than I even set out to accomplish because I've just recorded my first podcast episode. And I had already recorded my first podcast episode, but then because I learned the stuff about the business and I tapped into the energy of my podcast to see what does my podcast want to be, what direction does she want to go, she wanted to be kind of more of like a living diary of what's going on with me. And I will probably have guests at some point and maybe things will shift. But for right now, What I know is going to be helpful to the people who've told me that they want me to have a podcast (laughs) is for me to do this and have it be a little audio diary of what's going on with me, what's working for me, and you'll be hearing about it from a Friday to Friday perspective, and I will be releasing the episodes one at a time. So I think I've covered the biggest things for me from the week before that Friday to last Friday. So I'll cut it off here. Hopefully the other episodes will be shorter than this, but also I'm kind of releasing any need to care and there might not be any sort of consistency with it because I think it's silly to try to make the content smaller just to fit some arbitrary rule. And I do trust that whatever you need to hear will come through. And maybe sometimes you'll only need to hear 30 minutes worth of things. Maybe other times it'll be closer to an hour and a half, but it's always going to be what you need to hear. It's always going to be helpful. That's the whole goal. I want to help you. And if you need help understanding it on a deeper level, you can always reach out to me. And there is an extent to which I will just answer things, but then certain questions really are better served with an actual session, especially if you want me to intuitively look into anything for you, 
that you'd have to book a read for. Um, and if you want official coaching, of course, you would need to sign up as a coaching client for me. But if you have one little question about something that I said, feel free to slide in my DMs. I'm on Instagram at it's Kristen Hope, I T S K R I S T I N H O P E. And if you listen to this episode and you try something out and you make a shift and you enjoy the results that you get as a result, please tell me about it. And of course, I would absolutely love if you do it in a public way. (laughs) I would love it if you post about it in your story on Instagram and tag me in it. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that, I totally understand. You can also just slide in my DMs and tell me. I love to hear about it. I really, really do. It's so much fun for me to hear how other people are able to make their lives easier as a result of trying on a perspective that I shared based on things that I've learned. So I look forward to getting to know you better from you sliding in my DMs and I will talk to you next week. That's the tea.